You are now tuned in to Mastering Mitzvahs. Mastering Mitzvahs. A podcast focused on creating the perfect bar and bat mitzvah celebration. Offering tips, tricks, and trends to ensure an amazing event. Mastering Mitzvahs. From New Jersey's own explosive entertainment. Explosive entertainment. I know you're going to dig this. And here they are. Your hosts, Jordan Marshall, Dylan Weissman, and Mike Langser. I love it, Mike. That's great. Well, apparently we're back. That's the cue that I got from my partner, Mike. Got the little, and you're in. What's up, guys? There wasn't even a Mitchell's. countdown. There wasn't even a no, countdown. No. We had nothing. You know what? We used to have like, the cool intro. We had the cool intro, the whole nine. It's all good. I got this. Guys, we're back in it. I'm back here with my partners, my boys, my rider dies, Dylan Weissman, Mike Langsner, Jordan Marshall, Explosive Entertainment. Guys, it is Mastering Mitzvahs. We are at episode 89. Woo! Climb I got to say something. I'm the one that has to go in post-production do all the editing. So just hitting go is way quicker than countdowns and audio beds and yeah we're good but you have to you have to leave the finger flick for this week i want it sure i want that I got in there that. and you're in <laughs> so we got it a lot of cool stuff even countdown like three two one our jordan we're live like it wasn't no it was always nothing. ready <laughs> yo you know your boy's always good to go man i got the title belts the whole nine man you want to shot the title let's go it's another wednesday in the trenches and we're doing it dylan's in pa mike's in brick I'm in North Jersey, and we're bringing you guys Mastering Mitzvahs right here live. And guys, thank you so much for tuning in. If you're doing it with us, that's awesome. We appreciate you. Want to know what's up? Make sure you keep the comment thread live. Um, we got a whole bunch of cool tips and topics that we're going to handle today a little bit. We've been rocking events over the past couple of weeks that have been full tilt. They've been in the tri-state area, New York, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, and we've also done stuff out of the area too. Uh, you know, Boston, Massachusetts. Uh, San Francisco, California, Florida. I mean, we've had stuff all over the place over the past month uh, to two months. So it's been a wild ride, guys, right? Definitely been a wild ride. And uh, we're here to talk about it. Uh, yeah. Uh, guys, I'm going to be like <laughs> straight up. Uh, I, I think that I have spent more time like driving and setting up to events than I have been sleeping. Like over the last, like it's been it's been wild. The fact that we've had uh, so many dynamic events in so many different locations, and you know, look in 2019, 2018, it would be like, all right, you got you know a couple small events on Friday, and then you got you know your your kickers on Saturday, and then you got some fill-ins on Sunday. Now it seems like Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Saturday, Sunday, Sunday, like, and they're all real, and they're all big, and they're all like, and I, I feel like we just can't catch our breath with it, but it's a it's a good feeling. It's a good uh, non-breath catching. It's it, it, cue the take my breath away song, but like also. <laughs> um, but we don't have the in time to watch the entire Top Gun movie. We just have no. time for like one chorus and we're out. <laughs> so uh, yeah, it's, it's been, it's been great. It's been fun. It's been great fun. And I think there's a lot to unpack here. Um, I think that the way that we should organize this one today, because it's the first time that we've been together in a long time, because, you know, like I've, I've been underwater. Um, I think we should go over the good, the bad, and the ugly from the last, like, I don't know, month of events, because we're, we're sure. approaching into the last bit of September. The summer is is very much behind us. I'm pretty sure tonight is the summer solstice. Gone. 86 um, to 55, real quick. Yeah, so. T- today, we- is, today is actually the official first day of fall. Yeah. Um, and yes, I don't remember September starting, but I know it's about to end, which is crazy. 
So, so I think we do the good, the bad, and the ugly. We have so many events, and let's let's just kind of unpack some of the uh, the key takeaways: the good, the bad, and the ugly. Um, yes. I mean, Mike, why don't you kick us off here with some of the ones that you that, that stand off the top of your mind? Uh, well, well, I'm gonna throw it back to you for a second, but I want to kind of work backwards. This past Friday, um, you were at um, the Forest Lodge, which. I, I was telling you guys, it was a place that you know my father's company used to always do company events, and now Farge Lodge is being rented out uh, for outdoor COVID safe, you know, pavilion type events. Um, since I wasn't there, I'm so curious for you to fill us in on what was it like because this space is gigantic. I mean, uh, Forest Lodge is is equivalent to you know one of the biggest day camps I could ever imagine. Um, with swimming pools, pavilions, you know, sports fields. Um, the photos, though, that I saw of the party made it look like you were under this rustic um, indoor-outdoor pavilion space, but it was done so well with this massive video wall and a lot of electronics, a lot of technology. Um, so I want to talk about that, and, and if you see the, the subject or the title name, um, what's in Dylan's Oh Shit Kit? What, yes. So, so that came in handy at this event. So let's talk about both things and, and you know, okay. paint the picture. Correct. Correct. All right. So, so we'll paint the picture. The first thing is you need to understand Amy Rebel destroyed, just mm-hmm. smashed this event. We love you, Amy. So, we love you. We love so, you. So she put um, all of the, the frosting on this cake. I mean, like all the ingredients came through for her and that's why it looks so good. Um, my takeaway from this event is, yeah, it was it was trying to make a really elegant, fun, exciting celebration um, in a day camp space. And if you've ever been to like a public park or a day camp or an overnight camp, I mean, look, it seems like a campground. It feels like a campground. But when you go to an event space like that, you really have to either own it and know that that's your event space and do things that are like sportsy and outdoorsy and camping-like. Or you take a complete opposite approach and understand full well that you're going to come in there and you're going to drop some of your, your budget on decor. And that's what this family really did. They took all of their AV technology, all of the lounge furniture technology, and all of the, um, all of like the, uh, the gaming and the enhancements and threw them in this outdoor space. So you had, you know, obviously the, the photo booths and the, and the papa shots and the ski balls. But you also had this awesome barn-looking um, uh, bar area, and you had this massive video wall, and everything was draped in black. It wasn't trying to like make it white and like prim and proper. Like we right. owned the fact that we were outside, so we so the color scheming was black and silver. Was it was um, the event formal? Like what were guests wearing? Guests were wearing, I would say, semi-casual to casual. Like all the kid, no kid showed up in a jacket. Um, like button down, like a button down dress shirt and slacks yeah. was cool for the day. A pair of yeah, bands, even, a pair even of a polo and a nice, right? Yeah, even a polo and a nice pair of slacks. So that that this family really owned what uh, what this celebration was, but they threw their dollars in the right place, which was all of the enhancements to create this awesome celebration vibe. Um, you know, a lot of the things that we did in in an indoor facility translated really well to the outdoor facility. So my takeaway from that is, it's really a mindset game. You either own the fact that you're outside or take everything you would do inside and move it outside. It, like that's kind of the, the crux of being a mobile entertainment is that we're able to be mobile and we're able to do all of these different things hey, inside, hey, outside, you know. 
in, in general. Dylan, you're hitting you're hitting the nail on the head on this. How what are do you have any suggestions or tips for our viewers on how they can kind of like not lose too much sleep over this? Because I know this is like a daunting task for clients to where they're like, what do we do? Oh my God. And I find that like they might spend more time than necessary on on pulling the trigger on on an item like like this, like the setting and the scenery. Like what can you suggest to kind of be like, hey, don't lose too much sleep and roll with it. I mean, you got to trust your vendors. It starts in the vendor process. So first and foremost, you got to fall in love with the people who are going to be your helping hands, whether it be an entertainment company like us or a party planning company like uh, like Amy Rebell's team. Um, you got to fall in love with your vendors. And once you do that, you'll develop a level of trust. They'll understand what it is that you're all about. And you'll be able to ride with that and you'll sleep so much better. Um, I'll use an example that I tell my wedding families is that the engagement process being engaged sets you up for a really, really great wedding. Right. And the engagement process really comes down to you finding the right vendors to do the right things for you that you can trust. So in this case, with Bar and Bot Mitzvahs, the engagement process is, is you know the year, 18 months, two years before your celebration. Finding that vendor that's that you can trust to execute your vision or at least draw out that vision for you, that's the tip I, I think is most important to bring this to life for you. Nice. So one one of the things that you didn't say was that this was a Friday night party, and oh, it didn't feel like that, right? <laughs> and, and the party that I did simultaneously, not very far up the street, I was in Montclair, um, was one of the best bar mitzvahs or bat mitzvahs, excuse me, that I had ever been part of. And I just want to hit home again that both of these were Friday nights, both of these were clients that had to reschedule, and it didn't feel awkward or different in any way. And if you go back you know, two years in time, a Friday mitzvah was almost unheard of. You know, they Saturday, Saturday night, Saturday day, Sunday, Friday, hardly ever. So, yeah. uh, you know. And Mike, this one you did on Friday was four hours too, right? It was a four hour party. Actually, and, and so was yours, wasn't it, Dylan? Yep. yep. So we both had Friday night four hour parties. And what I loved about the party that I was at in Montclair was the energy was nonstop the entire time. And and my, maybe it was a little bit because there was a bit of a time crunch, but we still managed to fit everything in. And there was a lengthy montage. There was a 13-minute montage. There was a lengthy speech from dad. And and I, I, I don't want to use lengthy in a negative way, but, you know, heartfelt, long speech from dad. Um, a, I, you said it was one of the best speeches that you heard in a minute, which was cool. Like... I, I mean, I feel like you really hit home. Like, based on what you said, it was, like, super from the heart, you know? Yeah. So I, I think people connect with that. Yeah, and, and there was a lot of unique elements that were brought in. You know, there, there was, uh, you know, silly videos that were played as part of the speech, but played on our TV monitors. Um, so, you know, we, we did a whole episode on a four-hour versus a five-hour party. And as long as the timing is executed correctly and the catering can stay on task, a four-hour party sometimes could be more ideal than a five. Uh, and in, in this past weekend, you know, at the Loft of Montclair, big shout out to them. Um, you know, they nailed it, and, and they nailed the food presentation, um, the timing, and that was the coolest I've ever seen the Loft look. Just the whole layout. They the the Loft is unique, <laughs> like warehouse space, and the way that they had presented it just knocked it out of the park. It was so cool girly new york-esque nightclub fitting um and just a giant lounge um and the party just 
top to bottom rocked. Um, I want to go backwards to the weekend before that because that was a very different party for me as well. Unless you guys have anything else to hit on Friday and you know uh, this specific topic. Oh, Dylan, talk about your oh shit kit though. Uh, the more politically correct name is is the crash kit. Uh, but yeah, so I've I've I have this tackle box right that I've had for years and years and years uh, doing events, and it's got it started out just as like a backup wire box, right? Um, but now it's evolved to have all kinds of things that I need in a pinch. Um, so I have things like extra pairs of socks and earplugs and like a tapered candle. But I also have like almost an entire pharmacy's worth of, of like over-the-counter medications like aspirins and Aleve and um, uh, I had I Benadryl. I have all kinds of crazy, um, not even crazy, just very regular things, Band-Aids, first aid kits. Um, I have, Thank you, Deborah. Uh, I have I've so I have so many different things here, but the reason why I bring this up is because this weekend posed some challenges where my MC, you know, he showed up and he had such a long drive, didn't have he was running a touch late, he didn't have time to stop and grab food. And I happened to have a protein bar in there, you know, a non-perishable protein bar. So that elevated him ready to roll. Like, you know, he scarfed that down real fast. And then um one of our uh, one of our dancers was like, "Hey, I have, a, I have a screaming headache. You know what can I do?" Boom, aspirin. Um, but the big kick. Oh, I had a girl like slice her knee open. For, for the record, the o, the oh shit kit is not for our staff. I promise, it's not mainly for our staff. No, no, no. So, so that's that's what getting into. So like, I'm just running down the order of, of how many times I. Had to bro, open you saved lives, man. You saved lives this week. So bro. so one girl one girl slipped on the rocks and like sliced her knee open, and I like put, was performing first aid on her. Like while I'm DJing, but the big one was we had a, a young man um, go into a, a pretty severe allergic reaction to one of the foods, and the you know Amy and and Jamie you know who were just stellar in this time of crisis just came over to me and said what you know what what can we do do you have Benadryl and I'm like yeah I do have Benadryl that's wild and I just opened up that crash kit and gave them you know a, a stack of Benadryl. Um, and I don't, I wouldn't say that, you know, it was the, the be all and end all, but that definitely bridged the gap before the ambulances were able to show up. And I've opened that kit for a lot of reasons, whether it be to have bug spray or even like I have videography cables for audio patches. So we get clean feeds. It's really, you know, when things go wrong, I open that kit and I got it. Like I even have Bluetooth speakers and drumsticks. I have extra props for like the one little girl who didn't get something. And it's only a tackle box that's like this big, but it, it there's a lot in there that makes a big difference. You, I, I make it, you make it sound like you're driving a minivan with you know. No, yeah, it's only it's only I mean, like it's only like this big this tackle box. I have, I have Dylan, every, everything that's in that tackle box is is literally the glue for your event, and it's so much the glue, guys. That like I I actually loved everything that uh, Dylan had done with this tackle box. And we're putting together a small little uh, Instagram video that's going to be up on the explosive page on my page, uh, either later today or first thing tomorrow, on this box specifically. Now, what Dylan's really talking about is is great for vendors to have and for, you know, entertainment companies to have. But you guys, as clients, as, you know, regardless of where you're going for your entertainment, this is something great that you guys could pack on the side for the day. Like, you know, things like a sewing kit, uh, you know, all the Benadryl, the Tylenol, the Advil uh, that Dylan was mentioning, um, first aid stuff. If you're outdoors, Dylan, you had off in there. There was off spray or like bug wipes in there, you know, like you never know what you're walking into, especially if you're in an outdoor venue. You know what I mean? Like 
something as minute as mosquitoes for the day can be a real issue for people, you know, and just being prepared like that um, on the client's end, this, this, uh, this tackle box is very easily maneuvered um, for you guys as the client. So, you know, this is something you guys can definitely take, put in your back pocket and bring with you to the venue on the day of, and just be rest a little bit more assured that, you know, you guys are good to go. Yeah. I've, I've sewn like bat mitzvah girls dresses back together. I have like hair ties in there. Um, it's just, Knowing that uh, your vendors are gonna have the 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 what the wherewithal to do when things go wrong, um, I think is a really comforting fact. Um, Sep- separates you know, a good entertainment company from a great one, man. Yeah, I, I've helped like decorators hang stuff with fishing line in there. I I remember um, we gaff taped pictures up you and me together for planners, bro. So, um, so that really came in that came in handy this weekend, especially in that Benadryl situation. Um, but by, by no means is it the be on end all. And, and I'm not saying that we, it's really for emergencies, um, but we had an emergency and we were able to handle it. So I'm, I'm proud of our team for that. You know what, guys? And, and you know what's a really good question, guys, for all you guys that are watching that either are looking to book talent or looking to book, you know, your vendors, uh, go up to them and ask them, be like, hey, what do you guys do, you know, in, in case of emergency? Yep, like, what do you, you want to ask? What do you do right? when things go wrong? Exactly. You know what? You really want to throw them for a loop and you want to find a great, great fit for your next big day ask him be like hey you know if, if you know what hits the fan what do you guys do you know i know you can get down and you can party i know you can turn the lights on i know you can have everybody shake the chandeliers but you know when push comes to shove what are you doing and yeah. that's that's a that's a big thing yeah i've uh i mean like i i have a bluetooth speaker in there when if you know if a power were to go out we'd still have music i'd be able to do your candle lighting you know i have i have ipods in there all kinds of stuff so uh, oh yeah God. so i think that's I think that tables the uh, the the oh shit kit the crash kit. Um, awesome. Look, I, I'm I'm proud of it. I'm proud of our team for utilizing it well, and and we I, roll with it. I, I think it's a huge staple, man. And guys, keep uh, keep your eye out on our explosive uh, Instagram and our, our media pages. We're gonna drop that video. I'm gonna drop that video for you guys, uh, you know, shortly, and you'll be able to see more in detail about what it's all about in 60 seconds. So I'll never forget actually sitting in on a seminar where a wedding planner or an event planner said, you know one of the many reasons why you hire an event planner and she literally opened up her bag and she's like, this is why I've got the sewing kit. I've got the off. I've got, you know, backup you know, hair ties. Like I literally went down the list of all of these things, a first aid kit. And, you know, it made me realize, you know, if it were my wedding, you know, having that utility available is just great to know. I, you know, I, got, I, got eye drops, tampons. I got, I got everything. Those tampons are great for nosebleeds, bro. No, nosebleeds. Look, you got I got you. Now, now we're going in a different direction. So, All right, we got, um, ten, we got 10 minutes left, guys. Uh, Mike, so, tell us about your event. I wanted to talk about an event that was two weeks ago. Um, and, and Deb, if you're still listening, you were involved in this one. Um, this was such a cool and very different event. It was a, a carnival. I mean, we put a carnival together outside under a tent at Basking Ridge Country Club. Um, and <laughs> the um, the guest of honor was very shy and she didn't want to be the center of attention and she didn't have to be. And the party was still spectacular. Um, this party was very different than you know, our traditional high energy dance party, but there were so many games that we did and, you know, Shout out to MC Samaj, who was creative in his ways. You know, we did a levitation game with the kids. And Jordan, you used to be the king of the levitation game. 
and we hadn't done it in a while. I looked at Samaj, I go, let's do levitation. He goes, all right, let's, let's do it. And we did it and we got 80% of the way and the kids didn't levitate, they fell. So Samaj goes, now we're gonna do it for the adults. And I wasn't expecting it. I thought he was kidding, but he, he owned that statement, followed through, and we did levitation with the adults. Um, did they levitate? They did. It was nice. awesome. Um, you know, <laughs> when you have an MC that can convince the adults to step out of their comfort zone, after that point, the ice was broken for the rest of the night, and the energy level was higher, and the interaction of adults and kids were higher. Um, the The term quirky was used by the family to describe their own child. They said, you know, my daughter's a little quirky. And, you know, you never really know what that term truly means, but it was the perfect adjective in this case. It was a guest of honor that wanted to have fun, but wanted to be silly with her friends, didn't want to be the center of attention, um, said a couple things that were maybe a little bit odd or off color through the night, but Samaj played so well into it. Yeah, you know, it's it's an awkward age, but Samaj played into it, you know, partially through the candle lighting, which had some awkward, quirky moments. Samaj literally starts to laugh on the microphone and says, guys, this is one of the most fun candle lightings I've ever been part of. And You can't beat that, bro. It was such a natural statement that he made, but it broke the ice. Everybody else in the room realized that their own thoughts at this moment about this being a little weird or quirky or odd has actually, like, we're all thinking the same thing. We're all having fun. And even the guest of honor, you know, she smiled and laughed and went and it with probably it. made the day better, right? It's probably enhancing everything. You know, Samaj is great at that, man. Samaj is great at, at, at clearing the air when it comes to, um, you know, events like that. And it's not one size fits all when it comes to MCs, and it's not one size fits all when it comes to, um, you know, uh, bar bat mitzvah guests of honor. And you know what? We're seeing a lot of that these days because we're seeing 15-year-olds being the, the guests of honor at mitzvahs. And when you get older, you need to be able to kind of adapt to this new school of cool that they have, right? And Samaj is really good at that, guys. Uh, he did a relay race last weekend. He did a relay race Connect Four. Like the, the family had like a Connect Four tabletop game. And like the party wasn't really dancing. So in downtime, he like grabbed the Connect Four, divided the kids up into two teams and forced them to run back and forth playing Connect Four. It was just like a creative thing that – I don't even know if I told you guys this. Fun doesn't have no. to make sense. It was so good. Very Fun cool. No, I'm sense, hearing man. that. Yeah, dude, and, and and I think the coolest part, uh, and guys, again, if you're looking to book your talent, the story that Dylan's telling right now about one of our rock star performers, Samaj, is amazing. Like you have to be able to just kind of lose yourself and check yourself and realize that, hey, you know, whatever needs to be done at this point within reason, you know, we're gonna. We're going to make this event as great as it is. Like for him to think on his feet and see that, okay, you know what? I wanted to be a dancing crowd. They're really not dancing too much. What could I do? And being productive and being efficient and kind of taking the, literally taking the party on his own back and doing that. And how old is he, Dylan? Let's be, let's be 21, 21 years old. He's a baby. I'm 40. You know what I mean? Mike, like you're a couple years older than me, dude. Like, you know, Dylan, you're like, and you like, obviously 
think and act like Mike does, but you're not even close to me. But this kid is a 21 year old kid, bro. Like, and the fact that you're thinking like that, like that, it's, it's a lost art to have yeah, that kind you, of communication. You must trained well. Right? Man, <laughs> crazy. But it is, it's a lost art, man. Everybody's life is now run through social media and swipes with a minimal attention span. So if you have that, that little connect, that, that little piece inside, you gotta be born with something, man. That dude was born with a whole lot of it. So well done. So, so something I think is so neat here, you know, Jennifer uh, Goldstein, who's, who checked in, her party was at a nightclub. Um, I'm talking about a country club that was under a tent. Dylan, we just talked about a party that you did that was at a, um, a, a camp, you know, under a pavilion. I mean, we could go down the list and, the norm is no long, longer a norm. It doesn't have to be a five-star, you know, catering facility or a beautiful country club. Like, think outside of the box. Some of the best parties we had this past summer were in backyards. Uh, you know, the logistics we say over and over again is really hard when it's not in a traditional facility. But that doesn't stop a successful event from happening. Um, and I think that you know, people should think out of the box and get creative and, you know, own the event that you're planning, yes. you know, whether it's, you know, in a yard or at a club or whatever, own that event and, and embrace it and, and make it what it is. You don't have to wear a suit and tie, you know, it doesn't have to be, right. um, you know, eating filet mignon, like enjoy it. And realize that, again, we, we mentioned this before on, on other casts that planning an event at your home or in uh, a, a different location as opposed to a catering hall or a venue type or, or a hotel or something or a country club like that, it might cost just as much or maybe a little bit more money to execute. And that's as long as that's in your budget and you, you understand that it's okay. Like don't let that discourage you. Um, but that is a, that is a big real factor. Hey Dylan, I'm going to put you on the spot. Great. Um, all these events that we're talking about have happened, you know, in recent warmer months you know, in the next few minutes that we have left of this podcast, what are your predictions for the cooler months that are coming up? And, you know, how do you see it impacting events? Um, I believe that families who understand their guests and understand their guests count and understand their comfortability are going to have a great time. Guests who are trying to force the issue in one way or another will uh, will be faced with their own set of stressors. Um, my prediction is that people will continue to party and celebrate in big ways. Um, and I mean, October, nothing's, nothing is stopping October right now. We are, we are in the thick of it. Um, I, I wanted to talk about October 3rd specifically as our last bit while we have you here. October 3rd, we're doing a party at Top Golf, and talk about like a different approach to a different style bar about mitzvah. We're going to be indoors, outdoors, and embracing the Top Golf facility and what it's all about. And we're still not sure how much dancing there's going to be. Uh, we know they're going to be golfing. Then they come inside for formalities, and then they the golf reopens. And you know, Dylan, you and I are doing this one together. Um, we won't know until we see you know, what the end result is. And I was speaking with the host yesterday. I said, I don't know if we could predict it. You know, things like the weather are going to make an impact. If it's 75 degrees and beautiful out, they might be more 
interested in golfing than being indoors and dancing. And that's okay, Mike. That's it's, okay. It's, like, it's a great we'll thing. We'll take yeah. that and run with it. Like, if you're going to put yourself in a position where golf, the top golf game, is a part of your celebration, then own it. Don't think I'm going to have my event at Top Golf, but I don't want anyone golfing. I want everyone dancing. Right. You're going to have a split crowd, and that's okay. You want that. That's why you have enhancements and, and all the other EE. Uh, I'm very excited for that event, and I think that events will continue to get creative in that realm uh, moving forward. I think that the ceiling has been broken uh, when it comes to what a uh, what a typical bar or bat mitzvah looks like and sounds like. And I think we're only going to see more and more exciting and creative ways to do it. I, I'd you know, like to close make, out on Jennifer's comment right here. I was going to say, just make sure on that Top Golf party that all candles are candles number four, and you're good. <laughs> Doesn't matter how many on the cake. Doesn't matter how many on the cake, bro. Doesn't matter how many. So let, let's close out on Jennifer's comment right here. Her party also was a Friday, very untraditional, but it, perfect. And her almost fourteen year old said it was everything that you know he wanted, and then some. So um, that family, that family canceled their event. Uh, they were they were saying, you know, listen, he's not really into it. Uh, and then out of the blue, I get a call and saying, Dylan, I think we're back on. And within a month, we found them a venue or two months we, or three months. We found them a venue. We got them all the decor that they needed. And then we, we partied. And um, I've known that that young man for a very long time. I taught him how to swim and seeing him be excited about celebrating with his with his family and friends. It was worth it, and I'm and I'm glad to have been a part of it. That's so cool. So let's end this really one, episode cool. eighty nine. We will do this again weekly, I believe, right, guys? We keep trying. I'm in. <laughs> it was fun. I, I said try again. <laughs> let's do it again. So I we'll see you guys good. next week, ideally. Episode eighty nine, mastering mitzvahs. Uh, as always, like it, share it, comment, tell your friends about it. We don't do this for ourselves. We do this to give you guys information, tips, tricks when planning a bar about mitzvah. If you have any topics you want us to discuss, definitely let us know. And as always, thanks again for tuning in. We'll see you soon. Peace.